This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Coming up on Stu Does America, the radical left is attempting to abolish police officers in the country. If, if only they supported a certain constitutional amendment that would maybe not leave them so vulnerable. Then Jason Buttrell of the Glenn Beck program talks about the plan for insurrection in America that is going to be featured tonight, along with a review of Glenn's assumedly terrible outfit. And Newsmax TV's Grant Stinchfield talks to me about the importance of self-defense and responsibility. And then he gives me a gun. I mean, and probably. I assume he always carries extras around, right? I mean, it's Grant. Head on over to YouTube and search for my name, Stu, and subscribe to the first channel that you see. I bet it's me. I mean, I hope it's me. Anyway, and if you're hoping uh, to catch the show on YouTube, if you're watching right now, maybe even, well, while I'm talking, just hit the thumbs up icon so that YouTube knows to show you more of our content. You can catch the show free on Facebook and your favorite podcast provider, provider as well. Don't forget to rate and review. It's great. Whatever. Write something good and put five stars next to it. Whatever. It doesn't even matter. And if you'd like a little bit more, consider a Blaze TV subscription where you'll get not only this show, but a ton of other great conservative shows. We need media outlets that actually tell the truth more than ever. Support a great one. Just head to blazetv.com slash stew and use the promo code stew because that's how they know you like this stupid show. And we'll say, uh, what, 10 bucks off now, I think is the deal. So do that. Uh, by the way, uh, to the police officers that watch this show, I, I know you're going through a lot right now. So I am really, really sorry for the title of the show tonight. Stu Does America. We live in stupid, stupid times. It's almost incomprehensible how stupid they are. After 33 seasons, the television show Cops has been canceled. Why? Was the officer involved in the George Floyd murder on the show every week? No, no. It's just that he's a cop and the show's name is Cops. And right now, we're not supposed to like cops. After 9-11, oh, we were definitely supposed to like cops. And I do remember a heck of a lot of talk about first responders during the COVID-19 crisis that no one apparently cares about anymore. But now it's cops are bad time. So the completely unrelated television show cops is gone. Similar shows like Live PD have been suspended as well because PD stands for police department and police officers are currently bad people or something. No word on other important spinoffs that are similar to cops, but definitely are not related to them, nor do their theme songs bear any resemblance. And if they did, would be purely coincidental. Like, for example, the one from this show. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when the relative versus absolute risk enforcement action squad comes for you? Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when the relative versus absolute risk enforcement action squad comes for you? What you want? What you want? Well, 
Relative versus Absolute Risk Enforcement Action Squad is filmed on location with the men and women of Relative versus Absolute Risk Enforcement. All suspects are assumed guilty and will be tortured beyond the fullest extent of the law. Now, I want you, <laughs> I want you to think about how stupid this is. Not, not, not the theme song for Relative versus Absolute Risk Enforcement Action Squad. I mean this situation. They canceled the television show Cops after 33 seasons because one member of the profession featured in the series committed a murder. This person and his three accomplices live literally a thousand miles away or more from the majority of the people appearing on the show because they're all in Florida anyway, right? And they lose their series? Can you imagine if this standard applied to your job? If a McDonald's worker poisoned a Big Mac in Miami, do we shut down the McDonald's in Anchorage? Do we shut down all fast food restaurants nationwide? Maybe we should just make food illegal. If we can enforce that one, at least the stupidity would eventually be cured. A poll released just yesterday, just yesterday, shows police enjoy a 63% approval rating in the United States. That's higher than the Supreme Court, church, and notably, Black Lives Matter. Companies are racing to align themselves with the less popular BLM and canceling cops? And it's not just cops, it's also fake cops. There's an online movement building right now to take the cop comedy Brooklyn 99. And as the article describes, what if Brooklyn 99 next season was just set in a post office? The article goes on to speculate about several possibilities to take the show and inexplicably have them change settings, including the U.S. Department of Labor. That sounds fun. Quote, it's a different kind of enforcement, ensuring that workers' rights are protected against corporate exploitation. But it also feels like a natural transition. Ugh. We live in stupid, stupid times. And it's not just real cops and fake cops. It's also cartoon cops. The paper of record, the New York Times, is threatening the livelihood of Chase from Paw Patrol. If you don't have kids, Paw Patrol is a cartoon about a bunch of cute little dogs that help solve problems for their friends. One of the dogs, Chase, is a police officer. Others are construction workers and firefighters and such. Now, because one real cop in Minneapolis committed a murder, that he was fired and charged for, by the way, now two shows about completely different officers in completely different places are canceled. One fictional com comedy about cops might change locations and a cute puppy might get euthanized. We live in stupid, stupid times. These are not the arguments of adults. These are the arguments of children getting mad at a cartoon police puppy because of the murder of George Floyd could only make sense in the mind of a three-year-old. And it's not as if Paw Patrol didn't kiss the ring of Black Lives Matter. No, no. They followed the guidelines of kneeling to the social media mob, tweeting, in solidarity of Amplify Me... I, what is it? Amp I can't even read. Amplify me oh a oh me amp <laughs> amplify alienated voices i don't even under i'm 
Uh, we will be muting our content until June 7th to have access for black voices to be heard so we can continue to listen and further our learning. Hashtag amplified black voices. You're not giving access to black voices and you're not learning about anything except your ABCs and how to open up a pack of Gushers fruit snacks. By the way, Gushers fruit snacks also felt the need to chime in on the murder. Quote, Gushers wouldn't be Gushers without the black community and your voices. We're working with fruit by the foot on creating space to amplify. <laughs> we see you. We stand with you. That is real. I promise you. I mean, I'm a little concerned. You're saying Gushers sees me. It stands with me. The fruit snacks have eyes and legs. No wonder there's so much gooey, weird stuff that pours out when you bite in. Can you imagine saying to a coworker, uh, does this look right? Uh, gushers wouldn't be gushers without the black community. I don't know, Bob. It's pretty good, but I feel like you need to mention how closely we're working with fruit by the foot. <laughs> I can't. How is this real? And then imagine the excitement when fruit by the foot responds. This is real quote teaming up with gushers. <laughs> We are listening and committed for the long term. Stay tuned. Wow. And in that moment, every African-American in the United States felt the weight of slavery slowly disappear. Oh, I think all of these candies should just turn all of their products black, both for solidarity and also for the fact that everyone will think they taste like black licorice and they will all go out of business. By the way, cancel culture isn't just uh, coming for real cops and fake cops and cartoon cops. They're also coming for toy cops. Lego has pulled advertising for its toys that feature police officers. And it actually went a lot farther than that. Quote, Lego's affiliate marketers request removal of product listings that feature uh, for more than 30 Lego building sets, mini figures and accessories that include representation of police officers, firefighters, criminals, emergency vehicles and buildings. Oh, wait, what do the firefighters do to deserve this? I, and buildings? Like the only thing buildings have done wrong during this crisis to, is to not be sufficiently fire resistant. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Again, a real cop commits a murder. We know that part of the story. Other real cops lose their television shows. So are fake cops. Now, cartoon cops maybe too. And now even toy cops are affected. We live in stupid, stupid times. Now, the gay dating and hookup app Grinder, as if I needed to tell you what the app did. By the way, nice profile pic. They have decided to make an important statement on race, too. Quote, we will not be silent and we will not be inactive. We will continue to fight racism on Grinder. These are all real, both through dialogue with our community and a zero tolerance policy for racism and hate speech on our platform. And as part of this commitment and based on your feedback, we have decided to remove the ethnicity filter from our next release. You know, it wasn't. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Don't you know, it was it wasn't that long ago that honoring someone's sexual preference was the ultimate sign of wokeness. Now, if you happen to be a dude who prefers white dudes or black dudes, you can no longer find them because your sexual preference is racist. We live in stupid, stupid times. So how now have we become 
this society. We have a real cop that commits a murder. Other real cops lose their television shows. So do fake cops, cartoon cops, and now toy cops. Even gay cops are affected. Is there any point where we draw the line? How many profiles does a good gay cop have to scroll through before he finds the African-American gentleman of his dreams? (laughs) It touches my soul. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Has Stu really seen my grinder profile pic? But you're also saying all of this is difficult to process. How can this be happening? And how do I make any decisions about it? I mean, what does McDonald's think about all of this? Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, Alton Sterling, Botham Jean, Atiana Jefferson, Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd. He was one of us. She was one of us. They were all one of us. They were all one of us? What language is that? I I don't even know. Nice silent video, though, from McDonald's. I know listing a few names that you remember that include people literally attacking cops at the time of their deaths and others which had nothing to do with cops at all makes you feel woke. And you probably think it helps you sell a few McMuffins as well. But when it comes to cultural sensitivity, I don't think I need the help of the makers of Szechuan sauce. I mean, do we really? Some of these companies are naturally aligned with whack job left wing causes. We know that some of them are just trying to take advantage of the situation. Some of them are just trying to fit in while expressing their obvious opposition to general racism like we all have. Some of them are just terrified of the mob, but all of them are really pathetic in their own special way. You wouldn't believe the number of people who I've heard from that have actually admitted to me that they put the black box on Instagram last week because they were scared about being yelled at if they didn't. And that's the point of all this. Cops, the TV show being canceled, all the production staff being let go in the middle of a pandemic. That's just a part of this. My wife is a bit of an Instagram influencer, I suppose. Feel free to follow her at Lisa Page made me do it. She put together an entire section of her IGTV that just shows these great videos of cops doing the things that the media will never show you. Helping, comforting, being real human beings. You'd think that content would be stuff that everybody would like at a time like this. But not the activists, not Antifa, not the New York Times. They're not just coming for the bad cops. They're coming for every cop. Even the cops that are doing everything they can to de-escalate the tension. Cops hugging and dancing with protesters. Even the cops that are actually, I mean, they're, they're cartoons. They're coming after the cartoon police. And the story about banning Paw Patrol in the New York Times. They want to make sure you know that you shouldn't be enjoying those feel-good cop videos. Quote, these images show cops engaging in a kind of pantomime of protest, mimicking the gestures of the demonstrators until their messages are diluted beyond recognition. They reframe protests against racist police violence into a bland, non-specific goal of solidarity. These moments are meant to represent the shared humanity between officers and protesters, but cops already rank among the most humanized groups in America. Do they? Still? Really? The same cannot be said for the black Americans who live in fear of them. Cops can dance, they can hug, they can kneel on the ground, but their individual acts of kindness can no longer obscure the violence of a system. The good cop act is wearing thin. The good cop act is wearing thin. Is it? Here's the thing. It's not an act. It's just who they are. 
Police officers are not perfect. No group is. But as a whole, along with the military, they are the best our society is capable of producing. Period. I'm not a cop because I'm not good enough to be a cop. And neither are the Antifa members chucking bricks at them, the rioters looting the stores, or the New York Times writers trying to destroy their lives and their reputations. Who does America? The police and the military, they used to be the people we supported the most. That seems to be changing these days. So if you want to support a great veteran-owned company and get the best coffee beans from around the planet, you need Black Rifle Coffee. Black Rifle Coffee Company was built for a time just like this. They were shipping their coffee to you when riots were only limited to Portland. Ah, those were the good old days. Veteran-owned and operated premium small batch roast-to-order coffee company is Black Rifle Coffee. They import only the highest quality beans from around the world, and it's always fresh. Why? Well, they always roast their coffees to order. It's also a great gift for Father's Day coming up. Uh, sign up your dad for the Black Rifle Coffee Club. You choose the amount and the blends that you want. They have grounds. They've got the whole beans. They've got those handy-dandy little round things for your machine. You get a discount on the price, and they ship it directly to your home, your office, or your dad completely free. BlackRifleCoffee.com slash stew. Make sure to enter the discount code stew because that's how they know you like this stupid show. And you'll get 20% off your first order of any coffee product. It's BlackRifleCoffee.com slash stew. I'm joined now by Jason Buttrell. He's, of course, the head writer of the Glenn Beck program right here on Blaze TV. You should stick around after the show and watch the uh, new special, Insurrection USA. Uh, Jason, let's talk about that first because it sounds like a real... A real upper, uh, <laughs> as usual, it comes from Glenn. This is a big one, though. Yeah, it's big, and we wanted. We were very careful to, like, you know, we didn't want to get Senator Tom Cottoned on this. You know? yeah, right, we right. didn't want them to come after us, but they're going to anyway. Mm -hmm. You know that you know they're going to. But I, we went through a lot of trouble and a lot of pain to make sure that we separated the protesters, which that's their constitutional right. They should do that. If they felt like they're not being heard and they have an issue, they should get out there and peacefully protest. Sure. Even if they're wrong. Right. Even if they're in, and we don't, and even if the majority of us don't agree with them, mm -hmm. you know, they should go out and do it. Yep. Um, but that's different from the rioters and the insurrectionists. And that's mm -hmm. kind of why we call this Insurrection USA is because, you know, this is a good example. What's going on in Seattle right now. So that autonomous zone that they did. I think, yeah. you know, I saw this on Reddit and a bunch of memes. A lot of people were making fun of this. And they were like, ha ha, you know, whatever. And it does sound kind of funny. Uh, I, I just explain it a little bit. I, we haven't really talked about it yet this week. Yeah. So uh, the, uh, the, it's right in the area. It's the Capitol Hill areas of Seattle, right where all the protests are, go were, are going on. There was a lot of clashes between the police and um, the police finally, I guess, through some kind of deal with the mayor said, OK, screw it. We're packing our bags and we're just getting out of here. They're just vacating the area. So once they packed everything up and left, then Antifa and the other anarchist groups, they brought in barricades and they literally made borders around this area. It's like eight blocks or whatever. And they, they declared autonomy. There's signs that say you are now leaving the United States of America and you're entering the Capitol Hill <laughs> autonomous Chaz. This is amazing. I know, it's insane. Yeah. I just saw a tweet from Andy No, who said that his sources are telling him that they're now, they now have armed guards at their borders and they're, they're screening people that go in. They're not letting press in. Uh, they're also saying they're going to make their own currency. They're going to create their own flag. They're serious. <laughs> so this is funny, and I'm, it's hard not to laugh yes. at. Yes. 
spot. But one of the things that we're talking about on the show tonight is there is a group, there is an actual group that's trying to be an umbrella group for all of these anarchist groups and including BLM. And uh, they patterned their movement off of the Marxist Kurdish rebellion in northern Syria. And that's, I always talk about, you know, there's a difference between Kurds like in Iraq right. and Kurds in Syria. Mm -hmm. These are Marxists. And they took territory by territory by territory in the same manner, just like this happened right here. And they eventually grew it, declared autonomy, and separated from Syria. What is in this zone? Like, are there people who are, like, in their apartments just looking out and now I live in another country? Is this their yes. buildings, uh, businesses? What is happening to these people? I, it's a very good question. And I, you can't I, get in. No reporters can know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they're not letting you in. Yeah. Um, I, I have heard there's a shortage of food now, though. And so they're, <laughs> they're making a list of demands. And I think one of the list of demands was, uh, after your own heart, vegan food mm -hmm. should go in. I'm sure a lot of soy. I can yeah. give him some uh, some good recommendations on veggie burgers. <laughs> uh, you guys just call me up, no problem. Uh, possibly one of those turkeys in a can. Ah, <laughs> yes, a little tofurkey. <laughs> yes, it's always a good choice. Um, but I think, but, but in all seriousness, these people are serious. So it's not just yeah, a uh, joke. Like, right. They've written a book about this. You can buy it on Amazon right now. I think it's called "Burn Down the Plantation," United States Plantation, or something like that. But you can find it on Amazon. They're patented their revolution off the Syrian Kurds. It's an armed revolt, and it mm. starts with a territory that they'll take and try to eventually expand it. Are you worried about the fact that you think you should be able to hold on to your territory shows your white privilege? I know. Yeah, see, my white privilege is just everywhere. It's so, everywhere. Uh, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's hard I, to avoid, isn't it? It's, I don't even know what to think because I, I want to form an opinion, but then I'm like, well, that might be my white privilege. You know, yeah. Fearing, so. How does it feel? You're, you're a military guy, security, high-level security for a long time. You know, the police are tied into that world, you know, I mean, they're very highly respected by most Americans. What is it like watching this go down? I mean, defund the police. This is insanity. It's insanity. And they have they have no they have no uh, answer to it. When, when you ask people, what is a world look like without the police? Yeah, I think you I think I saw a tweet from you off of this. So some, some of their people are pushing this. They're saying, no worries. we got social workers. we yeah. got Planned Parenthood. Night, night classes. With night classes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, safe injection sites. Yeah. <laughs> How is a safe injection site going to help me when the axe murderer breaks my window down? I don't know. They, they don't. And they don't either. They don't either. Um, this is, what's going on in Seattle right now is a perfect example of what happens when you pander to these people. And that's exactly what happened. The uh, Seattle mayor pandered to these people. Mm -hmm. She ordered the police department to pander to these people. And how did, how did Antifa and the anarchists repay them? They attacked the police, forced them to move out of the area. The D.C. mayor said, okay, fine, fine. Now, today, was that today or yesterday, they charged in the city hall and demanded for the, for the mayor to, to resign. Yeah, They're, you're never going to have enough. You're never going to have enough. enough. Um, I want to switch gears here real quick where we have a couple more minutes. Uh, your daughter, a uh, very unique situation in American history, is graduating from high school yeah. in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. This is wild. Like, what is, I mean, obviously, what what's happening? What's the situation like? This was sad, Stu, because her and all her friends got to a point where they were like, they were so excited. But then once this ha this happened, right when they were planning all the senior skip day. Oh, yeah. All those things. All the stretch run. All that stuff, yeah. everything, and it was just all canceled. And she was, my daughter was like, I don't even want to deal with this anymore. She didn't want to hear about it. Well, they finally brought it back. They are graduating this Sunday, which is really cool. And I, I don't know if they did this on purpose or this was the only place available, but they decided to go big. So, yeah, they delayed it, but Globe Life Frickin' Stadium 
Texas Rangers. Wow. It's graduation in there. Oh, that's really cool. And we got we have 10 tickets, so we bring in the whole family. Everyone's piling into a Globe Life. It's, it's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good way to go. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, if you're going to... I've seen they've done a couple of, uh, uh, of graduation ceremonies at Globe Life. It looks like it's just a really cool place to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, th- and they've also started to do... Uh, the outdoor concerts in the cars. They tried to do that a couple times, I know. I, I do feel like one of the, and I made this point yesterday, if you were going to design an experiment to see if, you, if COVID-19 was transmissible outdoors, you'd just pick these protests, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, if we don't get outbreaks from this particular thing, we're probably completely safe doing anything outside, and that's not just an argument to open up NFL stadiums, I swear. <laughs> I swear that's not the motivation of that point at all. I mean, it's part of the motivation for that point, but it's, uh, you know, a little bit. You know, one of my also reasons why I want, can't wait to go to Globe Life is because I believe that's the location where one of the greatest right-handed hooks ever happened on a Toronto Blue Jay. Oh, you know what? It, what I'm pretty sure that's where that. That's happens. a really good point. I thought when you said hook, I thought you meant the curveballs that were striking people out in both of the <laughs> playoff series that that sandwiched that event. But uh, you know, it, it's it's interesting to to watch the Texas Ranger fans down here because they bring that that moment up often, and it's it's sad. They lost. The reason the fight happened is they lost the playoff series the year before, and then after that they lost the playoff series that year as well. Two of the Blue Jays. I mean, that's this is a part of your history. You should be you should be hiding, let a, not touting on T-shirts. Half of these people around here wear. But it was a good punch, though. It was good. <laughs> I mean, it was a sucker punch, but it was a good punch. Jason Buttrell, uh, he's the writer of the Globeck program uh, tonight. Insurrection USA is the program. You got to see it. You can see it on YouTube for free, uh, but you can watch it on demand as well, and it's always on uh, Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com/stu. Use the promo code stu because that's how they know you like this stupid show. We'll take ten bucks off, and we will not give it to Jason. Jason, thanks for coming on the program. Thanks. Back in a second. You know, a lot of people will tell you, you don't want to release your movie in the middle of a pandemic. But I had this idea a long time ago. This is the time I would absolutely release my crappy movie because nothing is in the theaters. There's only a couple of theaters open in America. And maybe you can win and be the number one movie in America. That was my philosophy. And I thought, well, no company's going to be dumb enough to try that. But then there was IFC Films. And congratulations to IFC Films who released the movie The Wretched. Now, of course, you might not know anything about this movie, nor, does, nor do most people. However, the last movie that was number one in the box office for six consecutive weeks was Black Panther. The Wretched just tied that. Now, there's a tiny difference in the box office uh, receipts. Black Panther uh, brought in over the first 38 days in theaters $638 million. The Wretched, uh, $1.1 million. (laughs) But you can now put on your resume, you had the number one movie in America for six weeks. I think it's worth it. It's a brilliant move by IFC Films. I fully support it. Back in a second. A lot of us are currently working from home. Uh, Do you know who is aware of this? People trying to get to your data. It's even more important now to get a VPN and crucially to choose a VPN you trust. You need Express. VPN. ExpressVPN doesn't log your data. Lots of really cheap or free VPNs make money by selling your data to ad companies. What is the point of having a VPN if you're going to get your data swiped by somebody else? VPNs give you a private network that allows you to go where you want on the web without everybody's prying little eyes. 
taking notes. Plus, uh, it won't screw up your devices like those other guys. Many VPNs slow down your connection. They make it sluggish. It sucks. Even when you connect to servers, uh, you know, thousands of miles away. I know when I do it, I can still stream HD quality, quality videos with zero lag with, extreme, uh, with ExpressVPN. And uh, even an idiot like me can use it. Uh, just fire it up. Uh, the, just fire up the app. One button, you're connected. So protect yourself with a VPN that I use and trust. Use my link at expressvpn.com slash stew today. Get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That ex that's expressvpn.com slash stew. Visit expressvpn.com slash stew to learn more. I'm joined now by Grant Stinchfield, conservative commentator, snappy dresser, and host of the Saturday Report on Newsmax TV. Grant, thanks for coming on the program. You got it, buddy. It's good to be here. Uh, it is good that we are actually out and about uh, these days. Unfortunately, soon there's going to be no police to protect us, apparently, all over the country. This is amazing. Well, let me tell you something. I go through my life uh, not expecting police to be there to protect me. I try to make sure that I'm able to protect myself. And this, I mean, defund the police, really, Stu? <laughs> It's, are we really talking about that? That's what I, I think to myself. Are they really going to go down this road, defund the police? Yeah, it's an interesting thing to watch because you can see the CNNs and the MSNBCs spinning this rhetoric away from, well, not, they don't mean get rid of all the police. What they mean is take away their giant weapons and move that money to help children. Like they're, they're, they're trying to find a way to spin this slogan into something that seems palatable because even to the average Democrat, you, you know, like there's a lot of gun owning Democrats. Of course. A lot of people join the NRA, a lot of people who, who believe in the Second Amendment uh, and look at this and say, look, I, I want, you know, to I want bigger government programs. I don't want there to be no police. Like th that's not a palatable position for most Americans. When you call 911, you want police to show up, even if you have to defend yourself for a little bit of a while. Mm -hmm. You want police to show up. I, I mean, I ask the cities that are affected most by crime, including Minneapolis. I mean, their violent crime rate is three times the national average there. Um, they've got a murder problem. Chicago had a record setting day uh, of murders. Who then is going to solve all these crimes? You know, I don't care whether you're black or white. If you're a victim or a family member of a victim, don't you deserve justice, too? So you're going to defund the police. And many people say that, do, that means do away with the police department altogether. Who goes and solves the crimes? Who goes and be and, and proactively polices? And I've said, if you want to stop crime, do the exact opposite of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Find out where the hotspots are. Flood them with cops. Be proactive. Make sure your justice system is putting repeat offenders in jail and keeping them there for a long time and stop letting the people that are doing all the damage out on the streets. Yeah. And that's been shown to work, right? Like this has been proven to work in city after city after city after city. That's not to say that everything's perfect. I mean, I'm sure we can make improvements and they have made lots of improvements over the years. You know, all these numbers have come out where it's, it was like nine unarmed black people were shot by cops in 2019. We, we got a country of 330 million people. I, look, it, 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 and we know for a fact that some of the nine were justified. Um, but even if they were all completely just mur murderous rampages, you got a country of 330 million people. It's impossible to eliminate something that well, there's nine of. Here's what I would ask, ask people to look at. You've got 10 million people in America arrested each year. Every day in America, there are 500,000 911 calls. 500,000, wow. tens of millions every year of interactions with police, whether it's walking down the street, whether it's a traffic stop, whether it's them asking for directions. 
You do not have widespread police brutality. If something goes wrong, then you stop it and you discipline those officers. But think of the millions upon millions of interactions police are having with minorities, with non-minorities, and this stuff is not happening on a widespread basis, but that's not the message the American public's getting right now. No, not at all. I, 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 want, to, um, I want to get into the politics of this in a second, but I'm fascinated by the idea that you would take a vulnerable community where the majority of the crime is inside of a city, uh, and you would say, first of all, your Second Amendment rights that are guaranteed to you by the Constitution and by God to defend yourself, those are, you don't get those in our city. Mm-hmm. We're going to make it impossible for you to get a firearm and to hold on to it. So you can't defend yourself. But just rely on the police. It's no big deal. Then you're going to have a new movement to get rid of the police. What are these people supposed to do? I mean, are they supposed to throw eggs at an intruder as they walk in the door? Do they honestly believe that once you do away with the police, all the criminals are going to be, that's just what we wanted? <laughs> right. We didn't want to go rob the banks and we didn't want to murder people. We just wanted the police away. Thank you for doing that. We're not going to commit crimes anywhere. Criminals exploit weakness. And so you want to have a weak city, take the police out of it. And these are the same people, Stu, that have been telling us that we don't need firearms because the police are there to protect us. Now they're telling us the police aren't going to be there to protect us and we still don't need firearms. (laughs) Well, you know what? That is not a world that I will ever live in. No. And, and, you know, they keep saying like, oh, we want to ban guns. You're not banning guns. You're banning guns from law abiding citizens. Exactly right. The rest of the people are going to have them when they break into the house. They're going to have their guns because criminals are called criminals for a reason. They don't obey the law. Yes, I've noticed that. So you can make all the rules, regulations, and laws you want. They're not going to obey them. Who does obey the law, though? The Mm law-abiding. And you know the, the criminals actually look at that as our weakness? We would think it's our strength that we obey the law. Criminal looks at that as our weakness. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, it's, it was interesting watching this. Like, let's take this into fantasy football sort of area here where we just make up, like, let's say there's a world in which we don't have police. The way you, and, and this obviously has happened in our history if you go back long enough. Mm-hmm. And the way basically we dealt with that was a well-regulated militia, mm-hmm. right? Like, we all realized that it was part of our own job to defend ourselves before we kind of gave that over to the police. Um, not fully, but at least partially. Uh that would be the world. If you wanted to actually do this, the world that you do this in is a very heavily armed and Absolutely. well-trained populace that knows how to use a firearm and can protect themselves. Absolutely. Right? When you, All you have to do is look at what happened. Yeah. When there was no police and they pulled out of cities, what happened? The police station got burned down. I know. Right? What happened when you had armed citizens defending their stores and property? Those stores and, and, and property... Did not get looted. Yeah, no, it's true. That's what more do you want as proof that it works? The Second Amendment works. And when you take out police, it doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, uh, let's go to politics here for a second on this, because I am fascinated on how this plays out. This has been, you know, if you're thinking of the presidency here, Donald Trump has gone through a period here. You know, like you could talk about his polls and the polls aren't good right now, but they they've varied mm-hmm. in, a, in a pretty small window this entire time. And it, you can make way too big a deal of that because Donald Trump has trained no political fire at Joe Biden yet. He hasn't done anything. No. He hasn't started this election yet, right? Trump hasn't even tried to win an election yet. He's Joe still Biden does a good it. job of turning it on himself. Yeah, he lately. does. He's <laughs> yeah. terrible. He's terrible in every way. Um, to me, you if you're a Democrat and you're trying to win this thing, there's a lot of strife and just crisis going on right now. And it's a, it's a despite the fact that it's not I mean, it's not Donald Trump's fault, but it is something that the people are feeling. If you would have gone down that road and tried to exploit that, like I'm sure they will, 
you may have been able to convince some people who are on the fence, like, I'm just sick of this chaos, right? Mm-hmm. When you jump immediately to let's deconstruct police departments in major cities, this is a gift to Donald Trump, is it not? It's mind-boggling. It absolutely is mind-boggling. And so I actually believe that, you, well, we know you're not getting the right story on MSNBC and CNN. We no. know that. Yep. But the American people are hungry for the rule of law. They do not like uncertainty. They do not like the idea that their families may not be safe. They certainly don't like the idea of having to have a curfew. We already know the lockdowns are not very popular among people who like freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, But this whole idea of returning the country back to the rule of law and not tolerating criminal behavior, President Trump is the only one who's offering that as a solution. The Democrats are certainly not, you know? I mean, they've got defund the police, but they have a long history of being weak on crime and coddling the criminal, a very long history. And all you have to do is look at St. Louis, Baltimore, Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago, Minneapolis, I'll throw in there. I can go to Phoenix, all run by liberal mayors and liberal cities, and they're all overrun with crime. Yeah, and I keep coming back to this idea of, the look, George Floyd did, wouldn't have wanted riots. I mean, his family said it a thousand times. They don't want any of this to happen. Um, and it's so much more damaging than just the businesses. And even and, and we should point out the loss of human life. What is it? 17 people now have died in these in these riots. 17. Yeah, that's a lot. When, when you're talking about trying to fight for justice for one person, killing 17, not a great ratio. We've had police officers that were killed in these riots. Yeah. You had David Dorn, the, the retired oh, cop, which so is sad. a horrible tragedy. Why aren't we holding a protest and having having 24 hour coverage of their funerals? They deserve it. Yeah. These were guys, men and women who put a flag on their shoulder and went into, I'll call it, they went into battle for us in many of these cities where the criminals had, had overtaken the streets and we're not doing them justice, their deaths at all. No. Uh, and, and I think they look, I think the, the you know, police have taken all sorts of, uh, you know, abuse here, much of it completely unwarranted. You can't let a police precinct go though i feel like that was the biggest mistake of this entire thing when it comes to the response it's one thing you know look you're going to have it's gonna it's hard to control but you can control that one piece of of real estate and i i you know i i just feel like you you send a signal to people hey you can overrun our police departments that is terrifying it's cowardice it's cowardice and it's un-american and I, I don't like to tell people I grew up in and around New York City. I try to keep I, I, I like to tell people I grew up in Amarillo, Texas, yeah. but I didn't. I grew up in and around New York City. And I remember when it was overrun with crime and I was afraid to ride the subway. Mayor Giuliani and Bernard Carrick came in and they cleaned up that city. And I was not afraid to r- ride the subway. And you know what they started with? They started with ticketing people jaywalking. Yeah. OK, yeah. jaywalking. They used statistics and they went in neighborhoods where the crime was the hottest. And they went in there and they said, we're going to arrest the criminals. And if God forbid there was a threat of a riot, the first guy that threw a rock, he was arrested. Second guy throws a rock. He's arrested. And guess what? There was no third guy throwing a rock because it started from stopping it right away. And then I watch Bill de Bozo, de Blasio, <laughs> let police cars burn down. Yeah. That's a shame in New York City. Those it, it, cops are the last conservatives left in New York City, by the way. I know. I wonder if we're creating more of them uh, because I, it, there's one thing about we all can sit here and say a person of any race should not be murdered. Absolutely. Right? Like, and we all are. It, it's so sad about this. It's like, 
the the alignment was all there at the beginning of this. We all agreed. We all agreed. Mm-hmm. And we all were like really prepared to be like, this should stop happening. I mean, I know it's rare, but it's got to stop. Can I just say what I'm really, really sad about is that this was the one time, whether you have a police-involved shooting or a mass shooting or whatever it is, and there's debates about everything, this was the one time, Stu, we all agreed. This was the one time we could have had a real meaningful conversation. And guess what? We would have all been starting from the very same spot. That is rare when that happens. And really, the left blew that opportunity to have that meaningful conversation. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's really is uh, unfortunate. I, I, I feel like it is a missed opportunity. Uh, where do we go from here? What, is this, what, what happens next? <laughs> I'm thinking zombie apocalypse. That's where I've been going. I think it's zombie apocalypse, too. It's why I'm, well, look, um, honestly, you know, I'm a big Second Amendment guy. Um, No joke. You better make sure that you are trained in the use of a firearm Mm. and that you have something in your house to protect your family. Now, it takes a special person to want to train and be able to carry a firearm out in public. It's not for everybody. If it is something for you, then go out in there and do it. But this, of all things, should prove They are not there to protect you, the government that is. You are going to be your last line of defense. And if that happens, you better be ready. There is no excuse not to get trained if it's something that you really want to do. And I would recommend it should be. Um, One more thing on this before we go, because we saw you mentioned this earlier. I didn't really solve the world's problems, though, with that comment. I was kind of hoping you'd have racism solved by now. Yeah, we've only maybe halfway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, You go back to the rooftop Koreans back in the day. Uh, You know, people, Second Amendment protecting their property. We saw that in some of these communities uh, when these riots were going on. And it, it strikes me as, okay, you, you're there, you're, you're defending your community and, and it's great and you can protect that business. But the damage done to that community, even if some of these businesses are protected, lasts forever. If I say to you right now, I'm, I'm opening, uh, hey, I bought a condo in Watts, the first thing that's going to pop into your head is, holy crap, the, the riot place? That was 50 years ago. Right. Like it, this last, you know, it's a stain on Ferguson forever. Mm-hmm. People will always think about that. This is really damaging to to every resident of this community that will go on potentially for decades. And it's not being there's no shame in it. Uh, burning down a building is is now a, an OK protest. Do, do you know what the secret is that the left doesn't want you to know is that there are tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of law abiding folks in those minority communities yeah. that are hungry for police protection. They're hungry for the rule of law. They live in fear often. Um, I remember when I was back in the day, I was a newsman and I, I worked in the NBC owned and operated system of NBC local stations, including New York and, and Dallas, Texas. And I remember doing a story going into the hood and talking to a four year old who puts his head on his pillow every night and hears gunshots. And I thought, I can't imagine now my son, Mm. who's 11, putting his head down on a pillow and hearing gunshots at night and not knowing whether or not his brother is going to come home because he gets caught up in gang violence. Those innocent law abiding civilians, the backs, they're, they're, they're getting turned on. Uh, the, the politicians in those big cities are turning their backs on those law-abiding people, and it really, really is sad. And, and those kids are growing up, and I can't imagine what it would be like to grow up that way. Mm. Grant Centrifield, always great to have hey, you on. Hey, thank you. That was uh, kind of depressing. It was a little depressing, but I think you did solve racism right at the end. Right at the end. I think we were on the borderline, okay. and then you solved it. So we're all set on this. Uh, make sure to uh, check out Saturday Report on News, uh, Newsmax TV, where you'll solve many we'll, other we'll, of the We will problems. pick it up, and maybe the next 50% of racism we will solve on the show Saturday. Sounds good. Uh, continue to enjoy Grant, of course, uh, here, as well as uh, on uh, News & Why It Matters. Uh, but you can get it, of course, on your Blaze TV subscription. Go to blazetv.com slash stew. Use the promo code stew, because that's how they know 
you like this stupid show. Even when Grant's on it, I am still stupid. So I don't exists. think you are, buddy. Uh, thank you. I appreciate You're that. Welcome. You'll save 10 bucks with that. It's uh, blazetv.com slash stew. Back in a second. All this free crap we ask you to do every day is important because it helps spread the word of the show and helps us keep the show free. We have reviews on iTunes. Please rate and review on iTunes. This one comes up from Brando. He says, whatever. It's great. Thanks a lot for going on vacation. I was forced to listen to Chewing the Fat. Whatever. But five freaking stars. How about this next one? Six, uh, sick, twisted, whatever. It's great. Kind of. Not really. It's pretty okay. Five freaking stars. Well, this one said stinking stars, but I like it anyway. Uh, next up, Stu does it right. Loving the regular full episodes. Stu will wow you with his savvy, his humor, and his statistics. All around fantastic host. The show gets better with every episode. Five freaking stars. And what is the root word of stupid? Stu. I mean, I don't think that's necessary to point out, but five freaking stars. That's very nice. We'll see you tomorrow.